So I just wanted to put that out there for those looking to brand themselves and set themselves apart. Having that bestseller tag is something that will immediately open doors for you and set you apart from your competitors and give you that competitive advantage that we all crave. Welcome to your personal branding podcast with Bernard Kelvin Clive, your number one career and business podcast in Ghana, bringing you expert interviews and insights into personal branding, personal development, and publishing. Now, here's your host, Bernard Kelvin Clive. Welcome to another edition of your personal branding podcast and in this particular episode we focus on everything publishing and publishing marketing and one of the world's rising experts in Kindle publishing in kindlepreneur.com is Dave Chasen. Dave, welcome to the podcast show. Hey, thank you so much. It's really good to be here. Dave, is a pleasure. I treasure. Dave, want listeners to get to know who Dave Chasen is in in relation to publishing and online in Kindlepreneur.com. Sure. Well, you know, I started doing all of this as a father and a husband. So, you know, the whole self-publishing thing was something I was doing on the side. And a lot of people out there think that you can't write a book while doing all those other things. But I'm here to tell you, you can. Um, and it's really simple. Matter of fact, Amazon has made self-publishing a book, one of the most easiest processes ever. And so I really, I want to encourage people to go out there and take it, take advantage of an opportunity to become a best-selling author. But the thing was, is that talking with self-publishing authors, I always found that people were having a major problem, not in writing the book, but in actually selling the book, you know, and the truth is, is that it's, it's a very, it's not as complicated as people think, but understanding how the marketplace works and how buyers on Amazon shop and how you as an author can kind of take advantage of that, those are super powerful things for authors to know. And that's why I created the website kindlepreneur.com. Um, the website is fully devoted to teaching people for free how to market and sell their books better. Interesting. Uh, yeah, books, but I think that's one of being the challenges of most authors in this particular age. That though their avenue for publishing has become quite easier, but uh, able to publish and sell books has become very challenging. So your goal is to help authors to publish and also market them books successfully, right? Absolutely. You know, and to to go on what you were just hinting on right there. You know, yes, the Amazon market has had a lot of authors jump into it. In about 2011, in the U.S. Amazon market, there were only 500,000 Kindle books on Amazon. Today, there are over 4.7 million books, okay? Wow. So competition has increased pretty rapidly over the past couple of years. But that doesn't mean that, you know, that there's no room for entry of new authors. There's a couple of things that help new authors. The first thing is Amazon likes to help new authors. Okay, They actually favor new books. Um, they do this so as to keep things fresh on their marketplace and allow books to be discovered. So you have that entry point. But the second thing, too, though, is, is that most authors aren't very educated on how to use the Internet and some of the platforms and tactics out there to drive continuous sales. 
Um, me personally, uh, the first book I ever wrote was about three years ago, and to this day, it makes one thousand seven hundred dollars every month, and that's because of all of these tactics that I employ, which other people don't. And so, I just wanted to reaffirm that for listeners out there that there's still so much room and opportunity out there for you. First of all, let's look at what new authors need to know before publishing. Well, the first thing I would say is that anybody who decides that they want to publish, they need, uh, and they've got a book idea, then they need to immediately start marketing it. Most of the time, we find a lot of these authors, they will, you know, they'll sit down and they'll write this book, and then they go to hit publish, and the next question they ask is, okay, so how am I going to sell this, right? Um, so you really need to start thinking about the marketing process as you write your book. Another thing that I think that's really important for new authors is to understand how to get your book discovered on Amazon, okay? Mm. So most new authors don't have websites. They don't have a giant following, an amazing podcast like you. Um, you know, they don't have these things. So what they can do, though, is that they want to position their book so that when people go to Amazon and they type in a certain search phrase into Amazon, that their book will show up at the top. And if that happens, then you have what we actually calculated out. You have about a 27% chance that that person is going to click on your book if you're ranking number one and buy your book. Um, and we call this whole process discoverability. So if you can, you know, do your research and choose books where it's showing up in front of Amazon shoppers, you, without a name, without a platform or website, can make consistent book sales. Wow. So the, the first thing is that you want to get a book idea, start marketing before the book is ready. <laughs> That's right. You know, but uh, let's talk about the book idea process, right? Mm -hmm. So a mistake that a lot of authors will make is that they say, they say, oh, I've got this book inside of me. I've got this idea, you know, and I, I think I, it's going to be a wonderful story. And they may be an incredible writer, but guess what? If people aren't going onto Amazon and actively searching for that book or that type of book, then you need to become like a super guru master marketer, okay? You've got to go find the market and bring them to your book. I say use Amazon to learn about what things people are searching for, what things people are looking for and maybe not even finding. And when you do that, then, and you present that book, you have now positioned your book automatically in front of people without having to go outside and get them and bring them back to your book. Well, so sometimes you might have a great good uh, book idea, maybe to yourself, but to the world out there, they can't even find that book. There's no mean for them to get an idea. There's not a need or want to them. It means your book is rightly lost from the beginning. That's right, yeah. And it, it's, a, it's a sad thing because a lot of authors have a great story, but just, you know, you got to think about it. What are ways that people shop for books on Amazon, right? There's two ways. The first is is that they go to their favorite category, okay? Um, I'm personally a huge fan of sci-fi military. That's just my favorite. And so I will go and look at the top 25 sci-fi military books in Amazon, and I'll just look at them and see if there's a new one or if there's something sweet. You know, I'll choose that and buy it. But the other way is that I just type something into the search bar. Now, I don't sit there and think of myself, you know, think to myself, uh, you know, um, World War II, love, story, zombies. 
Okay, like I, you know, like, but I'm like, what I'm doing is I'm just trying to narrow things down. I may start by writing in a book that I like. I may start about a subject. If I'm trying to quit smoking, you know, what words am I putting in there? Am I writing in how to quit smoking or I need to quit smoking? My wife's going to kill me if I don't quit smoking. Something like that. Um, you know, again, it's all about trying to figure out what people are actually typing in and not just throwing something on the wall and hoping that it sticks. Wonderful. What other things do we need to do? Now that authors are well, what is not working and what need to do, what is working? How do we proceed from here? Yeah, so let's start with the research process. Say, for example, you know, you and your listeners are out there and you've got this idea. All right. The first thing I would do is I'd go into Amazon and I'd type in whatever that idea is into Amazon. Okay. So say, for example, um, let's stick with uh, quit smoking, right? You want to write a book about how to quit smoking. Uh, you would type into Amazon, quit smoking. Then go ahead and look at the books that show up in the results, all right? If you click on that book, you can scroll down, and there's this thing called the Amazon bestseller rank, okay? Um, and it's the only number that gives an indication of whether or not the book sells. Now, this number goes from 1 to 4.7 million, right? Remember, we said there are 4.7 million Kindle books out there. So if you are number one, that means you are the hottest-selling book in all of Amazon, and if you're 4.7, then you're the worst, okay? <laughs> so, but that doesn't tell you anything. So on Kindlepreneur.com, we created a calculator that where if you put the um, Amazon bestseller rank into the calculator, it will actually tell you how many books per day that person is selling, mm. all right? So if you started with your idea of how to quit smoking and you look at like the top 10 books and they all are not even selling one book a day, then you know that this is not a subject that that people are actually looking for and buying on Amazon. So we just saved you from writing this really good book that nobody's going to buy. <laughs> right? So if you keep doing that, though, you may find out that you started with quit smoking. But when you started digging deeper, you may find out that the thing that's hot right now that people are typing into Amazon and searching for over and over is e-cigarettes. You know, so as you go down further down that that path, you, you'll find that there is a hot topic and books that write about e-cigarettes, you know, are making lots of money. Now, I don't know for sure. It was about like four or five months ago that I did that check. Um, so it may be old information, but, you know, just kind of using this as a case study is that if I had created a book on e-cigarettes, you know, and, you know, you do your research, you find out that people want to know, you know, which e-cigarettes to buy, what are the differences, how do you shop for them, are they safe, um, you know, the health concerns, all that jazz. All that, if I wrote a book about all that and I had a decent cover and I ranked number one for the term e-cigarettes, um, you know, I'd be looking at about maybe $800 a month. And we just validated our book idea. And so now you create it, you get it onto Amazon, you rank it up at the top, and you can enjoy those consistent sales. From my interaction with upcoming authors and few upcoming authors locally around, I realize that most people are not ready to invest the time to do the research that you mentioned for, to help them sell books. But they end up complaining that their books are not doing well. Ah, but you know, like every business in the world does this validation process, right? I mean, even McDonald's, okay, will do the same exact process we discussed, just a little differently. So say, for example, McDonald's decides that they want to build a new restaurant in this city, okay? 
they don't just put it anywhere. They don't just throw up in McDonald's, even though they know people love their Big Mac and all that jazz, okay? <laughs> they will do hardcore research to find out what street gets the most traffic, right? And then they'll look at the competition and say, well, you know, there's a, there's a Taco Bell and a KFC and a, there's too many competitors on the street. You know, but they'll look at that. And then in the end, they will find the most optimal place to put their McDonald's. Well, we as authors should be doing the same exact thing. This is general business practice, that you don't just write a book and throw it up there. You don't just build a McDonald's on the street and hope that it works. You find the right way to tailor your idea so that it gets the most eyeballs, it gets the most shoppers that naturally go to it, and that you're actually addressing a real market. And as you know, as, as one of the top brand consultants, you know that you need to understand who your market is before you start creating your brand and your product, right? Exactly. That's the point. So we as authors are no different, and that's something that we should definitely consider as we move forward in creating our book. And I let me let me spread let me uh, do a little split here. Mm. Um, as a new author, this is 100% super important, right? Now, you know, for you and I, we we could probably sit down and write a book. And since we have a following, we have readers and listeners. Um, you know, we could just about write a book on on certain things that we want. But we already have a market, and we can bring the market to the book. Remember, we talked about that in the beginning. If people aren't actively searching for your book, then you need to go find the market and bring them. Well, with our platforms, we can do that. And some of the writers out there don't have those things. And so what we're talking about right now with discoverability, that is super important for the new author. Okay. Right, now let's, let's move on to other um, tips for uh, authors to work in. Now we need to do it's essential to validate your book idea title and start marketing before the book is out. Uh, what are the uh, mm -hmm. things that we need to know? So once your book is out, um, there are certain parts that are really important. Okay, so let, let's start from you've written your book, right? Yeah. And um, you know, funny thing is, is that covers are super important. I mean, I hate to say it, but people judge a book by its cover. <laughs> and you'd be amazed at how many books are just absolutely like have terrible, ugly-looking covers. Mm -hmm. Now. One hack that I like to do to be able to reduce the cost, because I'm not an artist, um, but I don't want to pay three or $400 for a book cover. So what I do is I'll go to Amazon and I'll look for book covers that I think are just excellent. You know, like, oh, I love that title, the way that title is written. I love the way that this is laid out. And then I'll go to Fiverr and I'll find a decent, you know, artist, cover designer, and I will specifically tell them, hey, I want you to write this title, but make it look like the title in this picture. And then I want you to do this. You know, so I'm basically telling the Fiverr guy, you know, exactly how to design my my book cover. And, you know, in this case, I'm only paying like 10 US dollars to, to get this really amazing cover because that designer now knows exactly what I want. Most people get into trouble because they will they'll just say, hi, I like a book cover and it's on this. Well, the fiber designer is going to be like, here you go. I just threw something together. Blah. There it is. Um, so you'll get more bang for your buck. And when you create a really stellar looking cover, you can beat out a lot of competition. Another thing, too, is, is that reviews are very important. Um, Amazon likes to promote products that people like. Um, so getting verified reviews uh, is extremely important. Now, how do you do this? Well, if you listen to our 
first step, which is begin marketing the day you decide you want to write the book, you should start having a couple of target market people that you know will want to buy the book or at least receive a free copy from you and will therefore take the time to leave a review. So collecting up those names and emails is very important so that when you launch your book, you can get those 5, 10, 15 reviews immediately. And reviews are really good at convincing new customers on Amazon that they should buy your book. So book review. Then the, the follow-up question would be, how do I get book reviews? So there are a couple of ways you can do this. Um, one is that I have an article on Kindlepreneur. Um, I can't remember the title of it. But basically it talks through a process where you can find reviewers of some of your competitors' books, and they actually will list their email address on a certain part in their profile. And so what I like to do is I'll go find all these reviewers that actually have published their email address in their profile, and I'll email them and just say, hey, you know, I saw that you reviewed this book. You liked it. Um, I've got this new book out. I'm wondering if you'd like to receive a free copy in return for a review. And the person will either respond or not or say, yeah. And the, so that's been a really good source of reviews. Another thing too is that I like to, um, you know, I like to put at the end of the book, all right, a request for a review. Now I do something a little more. You see, when I do that request, okay, right at the end of the book, I humanize myself. All right, because some some people that buy this book, they don't know who I am. They don't know that I'm a father, a husband, somebody who really cares about the art and craft of writing. Um, so when in this page, I take the opportunity and I thank them so much for reading the book. Um, you know, I tell them a little bit about myself and that leaving a review would mean the world to me. What does that do? Well, first off, if the person was kind of like, ah, this is kind of a four, maybe a three. Now they realize that if they drop that four or three, they're going to be hurting a real person's feelings, right? And on top of that, too, they're being reminded that this is a human being. This is somebody's emotions. They don't want to be, like, cruel. Um, and since they read to the ending, usually people who get to the ending are probably, you know, pretty thinking that it's a good book. So that last part where I'm just saying it would mean the world to me that if you left a review is a way of saying you're going to let me down. If you don't. And that one simple twist, that one simple change to the last page of my book, okay, uh, increased my review rate by 40%. Oh. And, and the grades went up, too. I just never calculated the difference in grades. But, yeah, definite improvement. Oh. That's, that's, that's an amazing tip there, right there. Yeah, just a little human psychology. <laughs> You appeal to their, their emotions and their needs so they feel more human to, I mean, connecting also. I mean, do you a favor. Yeah. And, um, you know, the other thing that's important about that, too, though, is that we sometimes as, as shoppers, you know, we just see a product, we buy a product, we ingest the product, and that's it, right? But to remember that a human, somebody, a real person put in effort and time and, you know, and everything into this, well... That's a game changer. Okay, now we know uh, pre-market uh, research, uh, good book cover design and title, and and then get reviews. Uh, what other things that do we need to know to help our book sell more online? Well, one tactic that I really like to do, 
um, that helps with rankings, right? Remember we said that if you chose a keyword, all right, there's a target word that you you want your book to rank well for. Um, if you so, how do you get yourself number one for that particular word? Well, the best way you can do this is that you um, you tell any of your fans, any readers, any people that you know are going to buy the book, all right? You tell them to go to Amazon, type in that keyword, so say it's quit smoking, type in quit smoking, find my book, click it, and buy it, all right? This will be the fastest way to rank really high in Amazon. And the reason is, is that According to the Amazon search engine, it's called A9, um, what it just saw was that a customer went to Amazon, they used a particular phrase, and then they looked through all these books, but your book was the best one for that phrase, okay? Which means that they made a sale, they'll make, they start to see this as, huh, we'll make more sales if we rank this book higher and more people can find it faster. Interesting. So you get maybe five or ten people to do that. And, of course, you know, naturally you're going to prove to Amazon that, hey, we better give this one the number one spot because that's where it is. Now, for some of the people who are be like, that's gaming the system, that's terrible, let me add in there, okay, that the beautiful thing about the Amazon system is that if your book does not deserve to be ranking high for that term, it will quickly drop. And the reason being is that if you if Amazon moves your book to number one, and yet consistently people who type in that term click on the number two book over yours, then you're going to drop. And you'll keep dropping until they find that happy place for your book. So why even do this, right? Some people may be frustrated about hearing that. The reason being is that if you've taken the advice we just talked about on this show, okay, and you created a good book cover and you've done your research to cover the things that people really want to read about the things they're struggling with all you need to do is just bump it up to the top and your good hard work will keep it at the top and that's when you bring in consistent book sales and you can enjoy a nice steady paycheck they always push books that are doing well yes and it's it's all about see amazon's all about making amazon more money right So what they want to do is they want to put the books that are going to make them the most money at the top. And the books that don't sell or shouldn't sell or can't sell, well, they're just going to be dropped all the way to bottom so that no one can ever find them. Um, And that's just the way it works. So if you can prove to Amazon that you make them more money, they're going to reward you. And how is that? Well, you know, like we just said, search to click ratio, reviews, because, hey, if even though you may be making Amazon money, if your book sucks and people are giving it a one star, then Amazon's going to feel bad because they're they're totally hurting their shopper's experience. Mm-hmm. So they're going to drop you. These are all about, about what makes Amazon more money. So help them make money. They help you make, make money, basically. So. Bingo. <laughs> you betcha. Mm-hmm. So Chase, any other um, secret to marketing? <laughs> well, there's a there's a whole lot. That's why I created Kindlepreneur.com. I mean, every, every week we come out with a complete how-to. And the objective of every one of our articles is to be like everything you need to turn around and take action and do. I don't like those fluffy pieces where it's like how to sell more books. First, sell more books. Second, <laughs> get an email list. It's like, whoa, 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 email list. I mean, that's like a billion words right there. How do you do that? 
Um, so we really di- dig deep and hard into the subjects because I want people to be able to turn around, implement what we just wrote, and find success. Um, but one thing that I really think is important for listeners out there, especially you know for the for those professionals who are looking to brand themselves, self-publishing a book is an amazing way to not only brand yourself but also separate yourself from any competitors. All right, here's an example. I was working with a lawyer up in Seattle, okay? Now, in Seattle, Washington, there are lots of lawyers. And this guy was particularly working in those who um, got a DUI, a, you know, driving under the influence. It means that they were, they were intoxicated and driving, and the police pulled him over. And so he wanted to write a book. And I said, oh, this is a perfect idea. You should. Because let me ask you this. Say, for example, you need legal representation, okay? And you look at the marketplace, and there's 22 lawyers. And you meet with them, and you see things, and they all say, I went to this school. I'm very, look at me in my suit. This is, they all look the same. There's nothing to say, and I'm apart. But guess what? Our new author, he's got a best selling book, okay? I'm a best selling author on legal representations and DUIs. Now, tell me this. Would you choose the best selling author over the guys that all look the same? Right. I know I would. Yeah, right. right? Would. <laughs> and then on top of that, too, I told that lawyer, hey, that's amazing. You now have the ability to say I'm a best-selling author. Let's go one step further. Why not just give out your book as your business card? So when people come into your office to meet with you and talk about legal stuff or to find out if you're the right lawyer, go ahead and give them that free book. I mean, yeah, that's $10 you know, for your actual book, but do remember... As a, as a U.S. lawyer, they get like $250 an hour. I think that's a small price to pay to really impress someone and get your name in front of them. <laughs> so I just wanted to put that out there for those looking to brand themselves and set themselves apart. Having that bestseller tag is something that will immediately open doors for you and set you apart from your competitors and give you that competitive advantage that we all crave. It's, 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 it's one of the things I mentioned and I'm training them to tell authors that maybe in the other flip side of your book, that one of the things I've used is using your book as a marketing guide, as a lead generation to, to help your business and to establish your brand authority in that when people see that you have a book from the keyword author is an authority. So it, it establishes your expertise in that area and it can give you more business lead even just than the book itself. Absolutely. And then to add on top of that, you know, just implement some of the tactics we talk about. Get yourself best selling author tag and that carries with you. Put that on your resume. Put that on your uh sales copy. Put that on your website. Hmm? Even put it on, you know, your email, you know, and in, in the signature list. I mean that immediately commands that you've got authority and that you're a cut above the rest. Yeah, right, right on that. Right on that. So, Dave, um, what are, I mostly ask uh, listeners or my guests is, what would be your billion-dollar advice to the world? The billion-dollar advice would be that I think the greatest marketing comes from those who really master a particular marketing tactic. Okay, in today's world, we have so many different ways that you can market. I mean, you could do, you could build a website. You could, um, do Facebook, Facebook advertisements, Twitter, um, 
Instagram, insert other crazy name here. There's so many ways that you can sell, that you can build. But the ones who are truly rocking it are the ones that understand the most about that system. Okay. The guys who are crushing it on Facebook advertisements are the ones that have spent so much time learning it and gaining experience and ultimately gaining intuition into the market. So for those of you out there, I say choose a particular marketing strategy and master it. And then you can reap the rewards. Choose a strategy and even social media, choose your best uh, main, main channel, then hit hard on that. <laughs> That's right. Become the top 1% on that channel and you will just crush your competition. Right on that. Where can one locate Chase for consulting services, your products, your services? Where can we catch you? Ah, well, actually, I don't, I don't do any services, um, nor coaching, actually. Um, and that's kind of, that's wow. been my favorite thing about is that I wanted to create Kindlepreneur so that people didn't have to feel like, hey, he's only giving me 70% of the information and I need, to, and I need to pay him for the 30%. I just put it all out there, you know, so, um, enjoy. <laughs> wow. Then how, how do you, maybe yeah, you have a secret model behind uh, Kindlepreneur. How, how, do, how does it, that drive, since you're not doing coaching, you're doing consulting, how does that really position your market? Well, you know, what I do is I do a lot of product reviews um, to kind of help people choose the right thing for them. We also created software uh, called KDPRocket.com. And the software basically does all that marketing uh, research that we talked about. So instead of having to go to Amazon, you just open up KDP Rocket, which works on Mac and PC, type in the the word or the idea, the phrase, whatever. And KDP Rocket will not only tell you, um, you know, whether or not that's a good idea, it will tell you how much money on average books are making for that idea. It'll tell you how many estimated Amazon searches per month that word gets so how many people per month type that into amazon i mean that's powerful and then it'll also tell you the competition level i mean you know you don't want to try to face some super famous author right so it'll let you know whether or not you have a chance on it but then it will also give you a whole bunch of ideas based off of what has been successful on amazon so it'll help you kind of formulate your book idea you know in in mere seconds okay so uh, one one can get that from kindofpreneur.com. Well, you can do that, or you can just go to kdprocket.com. kdprocket.com. Let's just go to kdprocket.com. Wow, good to know. And Dave, do you do webinars? You know, actually, I haven't. I'm not. Um, <laughs> I took my own advice on the whole, like you know. Pick one strategy and and hit it. And webinars are one of those where I'm just like, man, it looks good, and there's so much opportunity there. But I'm just gonna focus in my lane, just stay there. Wow. Oh, it's, it's like you 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 know your niche and your area which you are you're using really to drive your business, and that's that's interesting to know. Thanks. Yeah, I'm I'm a big fan of I, I like SEO. That's probably my best search engine optimization. Um, so I like to do a lot of writing and guest posting and uh, bring bringing people in. But like I said, when I write, my save I'm not a great writer. I will tell you that up front. But the saving grace is, is that if you write great content, you know people will overlook your uh, not so stellar <laughs> grammar. <laughs> 
Dave, thanks so much for your time and resources shared. Is there any other thing that you'd like listeners to know? No, just stay hungry, stay out there, and understand that uh, you know if at first you don't succeed, try again because that's building experience. Sometimes I call that failing forward, and failing forward is a good thing. Mm, thank you. So fail forward. That's right. Thanks so much for your time and um, great. All right, so at this time, I want to recommend my latest book. So check it on Amazon.com today. That's it. Amazon.com/slash/author/slash/Bennett Kelvin. The best is yours.